0: This is Dave Burnett, and I want to welcome you to today's God's Family Plan podcast. The title of today's podcast is Understanding Now. Yesterday was a long day of preparation for today's podcast. When I went to sleep last night, I was still not fully ready to record it. But this morning, I woke up to a God encounter, and I want to share that first. As I woke up this morning, God began to talk to me about time, eternity, and the great I am. But in all of that, God has a sense of humor. Things turned humorous when he reminded me of an old TV show called The Flip Wilson Show and one of Flip's skits called The Church of What's Happening Now. For those of you too young to remember, Flip Wilson was a comedian, and in the early 1970s, he had a TV show on NBC called The Flip Wilson Show. On that show, he did a skit that featured Reverend Leroy and the church of what's happening now. God did not show me anything regarding the dialogue of that skit, just the host name and the title, the church of what's happening now. God was telling me about himself, the church, and his perspective of now. You see, God is eternal. He functions in eternity, but he created something we call time. Time. I think it was Dr. Robert Heidler who said, Time is God's way of making sure that everything on earth doesn't happen all at once. I like that. But God reminded me that he revealed himself to Moses in Exodus 3.1 as I am. He always is. And he always is now. He's not the I was or the I will be. He is now. He is past, present, present and future. God is. So whatever your past has been or your future will be, God is there. He's the God of now. You can call it predestination. You can call it fatalistic. You can call it whatever you like, but God calls it redemption. The God who is now can take your now repentance, your now confession of faith, and in his now redeem your past because he is there. Your past is not finished. He can clean up that whole mess. But there's more. The future you thought you'd forfeited by your past can be restored. Because he is there. Read about it in Joel 2.25. He is now. He is then. And he is forever our Savior, our Redeemer, and Lord. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Today, in the midst of COVID, confusion, and chaos, I Am wants to meet with you now. Today, God has a now moment for you. So what does that have to do with today's message? Well, let's find out. For the time being, our now is in the year 2020. And how do we make any sense of that? For many, the year 2020 seems like it was designed in the pit of hell itself. However, I believe this year can be understood and redeemed if we look at it from God's now perspective. At this point, I want to invite you to turn to Ephesians 5, verses 15 and 16, and I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. Therefore, see that you walk carefully, living life with honor, purpose, and courage, shunning those who tolerate and enable evil not as the unwise, but as the wise, sensible, intelligent, discerning people, making the very most of your time on earth, recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence because the days are filled with evil. Even though Paul wrote this message roughly 2,000 years ago, I see this passage as applicable to where we are today in our now. And that makes sense. If God is now, his word is now, and in season, effective and relevant in our now moment in 2020. From this passage, we see the Apostle Paul's advice on how to understand now from I Am's perspective. In this, we learn that now is the time to live with honor, purpose, and courage. Now is the time to avoid those who tolerate or encourage evil. Now is the time to avoid foolishness and to live sensibly, intelligently, and with discernment. Now is the time to make the most of our time, to recognize the opportunities on our path. Now is the time to use time wisely and with diligence. Now is a time when there is evil on our path. Did you get all of that? These are days when evil is present, days when people tolerate and engage in evil, but these are also days of opportunity for those who are wise, honorable, and diligent. Now is a time for redemption. When I am shows up, times may be tough, but I am comes to announce redemption. Read about it in Exodus 3 verse 1. Our 2020 now season is a time to be an agent of redemption, just like Moses. I Am has a redemptive mission for us, if we choose to accept it. As humans in time, we use various devices to help us keep track of time, to be wise stewards of our time. These days, many of us have calendar apps on our smartphones that help us keep track of appointments, anniversaries, birthdays, and other important events and dates. At this point, I'd like to suggest that understanding now from a heavenly perspective means recognizing the significance of the calendar. It means receiving spiritual insight regarding the multiple calendars that influence our daily lives. It also means recognizing that we're at a transition point in time regardless of which calendar we consider. In this, I'd like to look at four calendars that I believe hold great importance and meaning for all of us, especially in the United States, in this now season. The book of Ecclesiastes tells us that to everything, there is a season. I begin by looking at a season in the realm of nature, a 90-day or three-month season. What is God saying about the most immediate 90-day now season? As we'll see later on, another way of looking at a season is from the perspective of an entire decade. For instance, some people refer to the decade of the 20s as the roaring 20s. Are the 2020s a repeat of the 1920s? Now, let's take a look at those calendars that I believe are influential, especially in the U.S. during the next 90-day now season through the end of 2020 and even into the year of 2021. These four calendars are the commonly used Gregorian calendar, the federal fiscal calendar, the national election or electoral calendar, and the Hebrew calendar. I understand that some of you have additional calendars to consider for work, school, church, or recreation, but I believe these four calendars are of now significance, both nationally and spiritually. Number one, the first calendar is the Gregorian calendar or the calendar that most of us recognize in the United States. Under this calendar, we're nearing a change of seasons, the autumnal equinox, the beginning of fall. This will occur on September 22nd. This means there will be an equal amount of daylight and darkness on that day. Nighttime will increase and daylight will decrease until the shortest day of the year, the winter solstice, on the first day of winter. That occurs on December 21st. Following this date, daylight will increase and darkness will decrease until the beginning of summer 2021. On this calendar, we're also approaching the end of Daylight Savings Time on November 1st, the beginning of the holiday seasons, and the beginning of the new year 2021. On the Gregorian calendar, now is a season of transition. Ask Holy Spirit to give you a now revelation of what transition on the Gregorian calendar means to you. The change of seasons means things are changing. We are in a now season of change. Let Holy Spirit speak to you about that change. Number two, next is the federal fiscal calendar. This is the calendar used to schedule and coordinate funding for the operations of the federal government. A new federal fiscal year begins October 1st. Now's a time to pray for wisdom and unity to prevail between the Democrats and Republicans in the U.S. House of Representatives and the Senate. Without an approved budget or continuing resolution, the federal government could be forced to shut down some of its operations and furlough non-essential employees. This would be an unwelcome and disruptive situation, and even more so due to the influence of the COVID-19 pandemic. Failure to reach agreement on the federal budget in time for it to go in effect on October 1st is one indicator of the level of spiritual warfare over the political control of our nation. It's an invitation to intercede. Next, I'd like to consider the general election calendar. I'm going to focus on the presidential election calendar, but there are local, county, state, and national elections that need to be considered from a calendar or timing perspective. Considering the presidential election calendar, this is truly a now-season calendar that needs an I am redemption. First of all, there will be a series of debates in September and October, and the general election is scheduled for November 3rd. It has been suggested that there may be some delay in certifying a winner in the presidential election, but regardless of whether the election results are contested or not, the election will not become final and official until the vote of the Electoral College is completed and certified. That process is presently scheduled to be fully completed on January 14th. The inauguration of the president is scheduled to occur on January 20th. Understanding now requires that we saturate this calendar with prayer. Prayers for safety of the candidates. Prayers for integrity and honesty in both the casting of votes and their tabulation. Remember, God abhors a false ballot. Can anyone doubt that this calendar holds spiritual significance? Could it be that God has confined us to quarters so that we can intercede for his kingdom to come and his will to be done throughout the cycle of this election calendar? Think about it. Number four, the final calendar I'd like for us to examine is the Hebrew calendar. On this calendar, sundown on Friday, September 18th, is Rosh Hashanah 5781. Rosh Hashanah is literally translated, head of the year. So why is this important to me, a non-Jew? in America. Why and how is it significant to me as a New Testament follower of Jesus? First of all, it really is one of those WWJD things. What would Jesus do? Jesus and his disciples followed this calendar, as did the Apostle Paul. We know they did this because of the numerous scriptural references to the biblical feasts they attended in Jerusalem, a part of living within the context of this calendar. If we follow the lesson of Matthew 22, verse 21, under the Roman occupation of that time in history, Jesus and his disciples followed the principle of render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's and unto God the things that are God's. The issue is not whether to follow one calendar and ignore the other. The issue is to understand each calendar and how to interact with it at any given time. It's a matter of allowing Holy Spirit an opportunity to speak a now word through this calendar. We also need to consider that the Hebrew calendar was and is the worship calendar of God's covenant people, Israel. In the book of Exodus, we find God himself setting the order of the Hebrew calendar. As followers of Jesus, we are God's covenant people. According to Galatians 3.29, in Christ, we are Abraham's seed. We are heirs according to the promise. Personally, I don't think we should dismiss the importance of this calendar just because some Romans decided they could do a better calendar, the Gregorian calendar, that they could do a calendar better than God. Again, personally, as a Christian, I find spiritual light and life in the Hebrew calendar, not according to the letter of the law, but in the spirit, by faith. I see revelation and a heavenly understanding of now in this calendar. And further to this point, I find the basic construction of the Hebrew calendar to be both prophetic and informative to my Christian faith. The Hebrew calendar is made up of numbers that are also letters that have meaning. For instance, according to the Hebrew calendar, until sundown, Friday, September 18th, 2020, we are in the Hebrew year 5780, the first year of the decade of the Hebrew 80s. The number 80 is significant in a prophetic understanding of this year and this decade. In Hebrew, the number 80 is also the letter pay, spelled P-E-Y. According to HebrewForChristians.com, pay means mouth and by extension it means word, expression, vocalization, speech, and breath. 5780 began a decade characterized by the mouth, speech, and breath. Can you begin to see why Satan might want to silence Christian worship and keep a mask over Christian mouths this season? On September 18th, as we enter into the new Hebrew year, 5781, it's important to understand that the Hebrew character for the numeral 1 is Aleph, A L E P H, and pronounced almost like the word Olive. According to HebrewForChristians.com, Aleph is the father of the Hebrew Aleph Beit, or alphabet. It has the numerical value of 1 and also 1,000. In its Hebrew form, it is a pictograph of an ox, strength, and a leader. I would like to suggest that a key scripture for understanding this year is found in Malachi 4, verses 5 and 6. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. "'Behold, I'm going to send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, a reconciliation produced by repentance, so that I will not come and strike the land with a curse of complete destruction.'" In 5781, listen to the prophetic voice that comes to bring restoration to the relationships between parents and children. The restoration of these relationships is essential to preparing the way for the spiritual harvest that many have prophesied. Some of you may not fully embrace the Hebrew calendar at this point, but keep talking to Holy Spirit about it. I would also suggest that you get a copy of the book, A Time to Advance, by Chuck Pierce. It's available online in the bookstore at gloryofzion.org. And finally, I want to share a phrase that I believe has prophetic meaning for understanding our now season. That phrase is, see something, say something. The Department of Homeland Security has designated September 25th as National See Something, Say Something Awareness Day. And their website says, and I quote, Across the country and in our communities, we share everyday moments with our neighbors, family, co-workers, and friends. We go to work or school, the grocery store, or the gas station. It's easy to overlook these routine moments, but as you're going about your day, if you see something that doesn't seem quite right, say something. By being alert and reporting suspicious activity to your local law enforcement, you can protect your family, neighbors, and community. End quote. Let me tell you why I believe that see something, say something is a now word from God. The previous decade on the Hebrew calendar was 5770 through 5779. It ended with Rosh Hashanah 2019, just last year. The Hebrew decade of the 70s was an Ayin decade spelled A-Y-I-N and pronounced Ayin. The number 70 and the letter Ayin are a pictograph representing the I. It was a decade or season of vision, seeing, and sight. In our understanding of this past season, it's important to understand that revelation is progressive. We proceed from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. Check it out in 2 Corinthians 3.18. In the Hebrew decade of the 80s, we don't forget about seeing in the decade of the 70s. Rather, we add to it. Romans 11.29 in the voice translation says it this way. You see, when God gives a grace gift and issues a call to a people, he does not change his mind and take it back. So the 5780s is a season of the mouth and speaking. When we couple that with the anointing of the 5770s, still in effect, we get see something, say something. In the 5770s, it was emphasized that God does nothing without revealing it to his prophets. Amos 3.7 says it this way in the voice translation, The eternal Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. They are his spokespeople. Then consider the words of the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 14.1 and the Amplified. Pursue this love with eagerness, make it your goal, yet earnestly desire and cultivate the spiritual gifts to be used by believers for the benefit of the church but especially that you may prophesy to foretell the future, to speak a new message from God to the people. In other words, now's the time to see something, say something. In this season of the voice, speech, and expression, God's voice is speaking. Listen purposefully. There is a time that he'll tell you what, when, and where to speak. This is a time to let the Holy Spirit prophesy through you. If there's no other trustworthy prophetic voice in your life, prophesy to yourself. There's a time for your voice to be heard, but first we need to pray the words of Moses in Exodus 33, 15. I like the way the Living Bible puts it. If you aren't going with us, don't let us move a step from this place. I am revealed himself to Moses. He revealed his redemptive now plan to Moses. He recruited Moses to implement that now plan of deliverance and redemption to a people held in bondage. But Moses understood that the now call to redeem and deliver Israel from Egypt's bondage would require a now presence to implement. Moses didn't leave God at the burning bush, and God did not leave Moses to carry out his mission by himself. I am was always now with Moses. He desires to bring his redemptive presence into our now. Regardless of which calendar or calendars you're using to steward time, make an ongoing appointment with I am now. Holy Spirit is God in the present tense. Invite his presence to invade your now. Whatever's troubling you in your now season, the presence of I am brings redemption and deliverance. 2020 may look like a curse from the pit of hell. But now, from I Am's perspective, it is a season of grace that is greater than the sin, evil, and injustice that parades itself arrogantly for the whole world to see. From I Am's perspective, now is a season of opportunity, grace, and redemption. See it, say it, and let the whole world know it. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. This is Dave Burnett reminding you that you can connect with God's Family Plan on our Facebook page. We invite your comments, prayer requests, and suggestions. You can also order our book, God's Family Plan, Establishing Generational Blessing, today on Amazon.com. I bless each of you listening to this podcast. I bless you and your household. See something, say something, in Jesus' name, amen.